I do not see how a situation where Raj is going to be managing Ireland before Paulie. Paul's next. In my eyes, what's coming down the line, I would suggest that Raj might have to hold on. Subscribe to the Rugby Stream on the OTB Sports app now. Hurling on Off the Ball. With Board Gosh Energy. Proud sponsors of the Senior Hurling Championship. And this is Off the Ball Saturday on News Talk. John Duggan with you through to five. And this is a Saturday panel as we preview this weekend's hurling action. Let's go through the fixtures first of all. Today we have in the Joe McDonough Cup final, Carlo against Offaly, Croke Park, 445. Then tomorrow we're getting into the business end. The key games in the Round Robins and Leinster and Munster. So Wexford, Kilkenny, Dublin, Galway and Westmeath, Antrim, all two o'clock starts in Leinster. So Wexford, Kilkenny at Chadwick's Wexford Park, Dublin, Galway at Croke Park, Westmeath, Antrim at Cusick Park and Mullingar. And then we have in the Munster Senior Hurling Championship, Round Robin, Round 5, Clare already qualified for the Munster final. Waterford are out, but they do play Tipperary at FBD Semple Stadium at four at the same time as Limerick against Cork at the TUS Gaelic Grounds at four o'clock. So to look ahead, delighted to be joined over the next hour by the former Wexford for player Rory Jacob, ex-Cork, Carlo, Kerry and Wexford boss John Myler and the former Offaly player and now GA writer with the Irish independent Michael Verdi. Michael, Rory and John, how's the form, lads? All good, John. Hope all good, boys. All good, John. All good, all good. good. Great, to, great to see you and talk to you. And uh, folks, if you uh, want to watch us as well on the digital channels off the ball social digital channels you can do that on Twitter YouTube Facebook as well as listening across the country on your radio here we're streaming the conversation too if you want to text us any questions for our guests and our experts you can do so 53106 at a cost of 30 cent so Michael Verney how many of your friends from Offaly are going on that train or that bus or that car to Dublin at the moment yeah there's a fair few on the way up uh, it's a really exciting eight days ahead obviously the Joe Mack final tonight uh, win, lose or draw, we'll be into an All-Ireland preliminary quarter-final. I suppose there's a carrot of if you win, not only is there silverware, but there's all the, also the potential maybe for an upset. The, the winners face the, the third place in Leinster um, and the losers face the third place in Munster. I, I know which I'd prefer anyway. If I, I know which I'd prefer definitely. i definitely prefer the Leinster draw. And then just as regards uh, Sunday week with the 20s as well, there's a real good buzz around Offaly and getting a result tonight would uh, would have people on the pigs back for next weekend. Rory, Jacob, are you still putting on the Owlart jersey at any level? Are you doing any coaching or any hurling? I'm doing bits and pieces, all right. I'm, I'm, I'll never be away from it, but I'm involved with the club, yeah, at the moment. And sure, play, under, eights, under eights is my big focus at the moment, John. Doing a bit of coaching, are you? I'm trying to bring a few lads through from, 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 from under eight up, up, up to the senior grade to get us going again. But after I'm involved with the Wexford, I'm actually involved with the Wexford under 20, so that was a tough day for us, but a great day for Offaly. But... You know, sure, you'd always be involved in hurling in in in, in outer development in Wexford, and we're, we're that type of a place, you know. And also, um, they have this kind of, I suppose, how do I say, reminder from the GA about under twelves below that that they they want kids just to play. They don't want it to be a sphere of competitions. What's the, the situation on the ground with you and that, uh, Rory, at the moment? Is it really just all about the skills of the game at that level? Ah uh, yeah, sure. All, all you're trying to do, really, John, is, is 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 to create an interest in fellas, really, and to, and see can you can you get them to enjoy the game and and like I I I think the success of any of that really we have we have about thirty fellas at under eight at the moment, and you know I I think you should be judging yourself on how many of those guys you get 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 through to play maybe adults with your club. You know, it's it's not all about it's not all about winning and winning and losing. Obviously, that's that that's important and. When it when it'll come later in life, but at this point in their lives, 
young lads who don't know, they don't really know the difference, you know, and you don't want to be putting that sort of a pressure on them. So I I think I think that's the big challenge for for clubs anyway. To be honest, is is to you know judge yourselves and see how many how many lads you can, can you get through to play to play adult with the club. And if you've done if you if you've got a fair percentage of them through, you know you've you, you've done quite a jo- good job. You know it's interesting when when they're talking about the competitive nature of it. You know the young lads themselves are 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 sort of craving a bit of competition in, in a lot of ways. But, you know, I could see this morning, even we were playing a little under eight blitz and, you know, we came in after the game and we were focused on the enjoyment and, and, and how well the lads did. And two, two or three, the young lads at only seven years of age could tell us the score in the game. So, you know, we're, 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 we're probably getting, we're, we're trying to protect them maybe a little bit too much in certain ways because the young lads are, are, are you know, they, they know who win or, wins or loses anyway. But you're you're trying to, you're trying to take that focus away from it and get them to enjoy the game and, and, and get the basic skills. If you do that, you've done a good job. Absolutely, Rory. John, great to talk to you. Uh, David's obviously, you know, as you know, a friend of the show, Football Saturday, so it's great to have you on. John, are you still involved with Kilmoyley in Kerry? Yeah, I'm still involved with Kilmoyley, yeah. Uh, county Championship now in three weeks' time, so the draw is Monday night and, uh, you know, Kerry were unsuccessful in the Joe McDonough, so... All the players are back with their clubs now and uh, we'd league semi-finals last night, league final coming up next weekend and then the championship proper in three weeks' time. So um, it's competitive, JD, that's it. You're still loving it, John? Still loving the game? Look, I'm, I retired six months ago, John, and uh, I, I'm nearly gone full-time. I'm involved with the Cork under-16s. We were out this morning there for two hours in the park and... Uh, you know, I enjoy that and uh, enjoy developing the young lads. And like, you know, basically what Rory was saying there in the club situation, you're trying to bring one or two a year into the senior hurling team at under 16 level. You're trying to develop young fellas, you know, to play minor for Cork, to play under 21, to play senior for Cork. That's really what you're trying to do. But you also have that competitive edge as well. And, uh, you know, young lads want to be competitive and they want to win. How much is tactics coming into play, say, for an under 16 team, John, nowadays? It's it's everything. Uh, you know, I was involved with them seven years ago or eight years ago, 2015 and 16. There's a massive change in terms of tactics, in terms of technical uh, awareness and all that, in terms of strength and conditioning, in terms of psychology, diet, nutrition, everything. The whole, even in that eight years, John, the whole thing has changed enormously. So tactics are important. Every county is pushing it on. You look at Offaly and the progress they've made under Leo O'Connor in terms of minor bringing that through to under 21. You look at Clare um, winning the Munster Minor last week, um, going through Galway or all was there, thereabouts. So there's a lot of tactics, there's a lot of development going on and, um, you know, it's it's good and young lads want it and young lads love it and they love the, there this morning now, they love the S&C and all that and, and uh, it's, it's fantastic for them, which we didn't have at my age, we didn't have growing up. Um, you know, I'd love to have been in the situation now that the opportunities that these young fellas are being given, um, it would be fantastic. Therefore, John, it's very important for them to have routine and a balance in their lives as well. So the routine is crucial. Yeah, but you stress the routine. You, yeah. you stress the hurling. You you stress the social aspect of it. You stress the school aspect of it. You know, most of our guys now are doing the junior cert next week or starting the junior cert. And, you know, they're all doing well in college. But but we insist on them doing well in college. We we insist on them having a good social life in terms of interaction with the other guys on the, on the panel and that. And we emphasise the sporting aspect of it. And uh, they all want to play hurling for Cork. They all want to wear the red jersey. And that ultimately is there. And their parents are there, 
you know, to support them. And, you know, we talk to the parents as well. And, you know, that's become more and more important as well. And, you know, that that parents want their sons to play hurling for Cork, play hurling for Wexford at minor, under 21 senior level. That's what every family wants. And uh, those young fellas are being given a massive opportunity. But with that opportunity then comes the pressure, comes the stress. Um, and they have to be able to, you know, deal with that going forward. And that's why we are there for as well as a management team. Absolutely. And you must be delighted, John, to see Carlo doing well in a Joe McDonough Cup final. You got, I'm sure you've got fond memories of your time there. Ah, yeah, I had a great time there in, in Carlo for two years. And we got close to Wexford when Liam Dunn was in charge in Wexford Park. Uh, they beat us by a couple of points. But, you know, the cabinets, Marty, Marty is really going well, James Doyle and that. So, look, they're, they do fantastic work in, in Carlo, John, because of the numbers. And it's the same in Kerry, it's the same in Antrim with small clubs, small numbers. And Rory made that point there about, you know, how many under eights are going to come through to play senior. And if you look at the likes of Carlo and you look at the likes of Kerry and Antrim and those, they're turning over... Uh, their turnover is far better than the stronger counties who have more numbers. So, you know, Carlo, Offaly, these counties, Kerry, they need to bring through two, three, four players into senior every year to freshen it up. And that's difficult. It's challenging with the number of players. Rory, so if Antrim beat Westmeath tomorrow and Wexford lose to Kilkenny, Wexford are going to be relegated. It's hard to get your head around, really. Only four years ago, Wexford won Leinster. They were very close to an All-Ireland final appearance under David Fitzgerald. What has happened, Rory? Well, sure, I suppose there's a lot, lot of ifs and buts in that yet, John. Anyway, first of all, before, yeah. we, before we suppose go into that... You're not gone yet. There, there's, two, there's two games to be played this weekend and, you know, we'd be hopeful down here that, 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 that our lads have, have a performance in them. But, you know, it's, it's just been... It's been a tough week, to be honest with you, within the county. That, that there's been a lot of kind of soul searching, a lot of talk going on about where are we and what are we going to do and, and what's happened. But... You know, the reality last last Sunday, first of all, is is is, is Westmead deserved to get the win in the second half. To be fair to them, they, they outscored us by eighteen points. And Jesus, was it was a, it was you couldn't see it at half time. I was at the game and you couldn't see at half time that that was going to be that that was going to be turned around. We were completely on top, really. And you know, it was just it was just a I don't know a self implosion, I suppose, in the second half. Really, I don't know whether whether there was something said at half time or the players just just they lost their focus or whatever but something something very very strange happened you know the players the players have to take responsibility for it really you know I, I think to be honest when you go out when you go out against Westmead in the second half and you're 16 points ahead you have to you, you have to get that, that that job done you you, 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 you have no real excuses on it and I, I'm sure I'm sure their, their head was fairly low afterwards so you know as regards what happened it, it, it's hard to put your finger on it the thing hasn't been going great this year really from from a senior sense you know the whole league campaign wasn't fantastic. You know we 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 got a few hard results in it, and then the championship as well. You know we played Galway the first game and got two goals early on. That probably probably hit 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 away some of our weaknesses. Really, you know we be, got beaten by Dublin. We were poor that day as well, and Antrim as well in Mike'sford Park a few weeks ago gave us a good game. So the thing hasn't been going fantastically well. It's it's there's probably a number of factors in that in in it you know, from from maybe a county board point of view, from a club point of view that we have to look at. But, you know, we, we're, we're still there this weekend with a shout. Like, you know, there's, there's there's a good bit of talk going on that we're gone. We're not gone yet. You know, I, I, I'd I still feel that, that, that we have a big chance. You know, I, I think that these boys have shown over the last few years that they, that they can take on and beat Kilkenny. And they'll, they'll fancy that. You know, I know their heads will be down and their form is down. But 
on any given night in Wexford Park, if you, if you can get the energy up and the crowd going, you'll never know what will happen. Yeah, Michael Verney, Wexford need to dig deep now tomorrow. They really need to dig it out. Forget about last week in a way. Big time, yeah. Fairness to Dar Egan, um, there's been a couple of pretty bad results in his two-year reign and they've bounced back spectacularly well. I remember Dublin giving them a right hiding in a Walsh Cup final. They came out and beat the All-Ireland champions uh, Limerick the week, a week later in the first round of the league last year. They got a draw, or were lucky to get a draw in Cusick Park last year against Westmead. Bounced back a week later when everybody was writing them off and gave no chance Kilkenny, against Kilkenny and beat Kilkenny, I think, for the first and only time down in Nolan Park. So they have a bit of previous in that regard, but this is probably a bit different. It's you know it's probably an all-time high for Westmead hurling last week. It's probably maybe an all-time low for for Wexford, and it's going to be difficult to turn things around. I thought it was strange last week. Dermot O'Keefe came on the seventy-first minute. I, you know if he was a, a former All-Star, if he was fit to come on at that stage, it was amazed he didn't come in at the fiftieth minute when the wheel was starting to turn against him. Uh, Kevin Foley, I saw him warming up a couple of times last week. He didn't come in either. Obviously, a very good player, an All-Star nominee a few years back. They're both in from the start now this weekend and they're going to have to get a bounce. I'd imagine things are pretty low. I was listening to a few bits on South East Radio during the week and there's a you know, a big kind of public outcry maybe against the team and the results, but they need to get behind their, they need to get behind their team and they need to get to, to Extra Park tomorrow and give them any bit of support that they can because it is still in their hands, as Rory said. They're not gone yet. They, you know, If they lose, yes, they're relying on other results, but it's in their hands. If they get a result against Kilkenny, they're in, they're in good shape. And history would suggest, probably since Davey came into Wexford in 2017, the tide turned in that Wexford-Kilkenny rivalry. They beat them in 17 in the championship. They beat them in 19 in the Leinster final. They beat them last year. It's definitely not inconceivable for, for Wexford to get a result. I suppose it's just that you're thinking... Confidence is probably low, but they need to get a bounce because, you know, it's unimaginable to think about Wexford playing in the Joe McDonough Cup. Let's call a spade a spade. And people would say, oh, if Wexford go down, they deserve to go down. And, you know, there was no outcry when Offaly were relegated a couple of years ago. Offaly were beating all ends up in their, their four or five games in Leinster a couple of years ago. We'd no, we'd no complaints whatsoever and we were on a downward slide. You could say Wexford are maybe on a small bit of a slide, but nothing in comparison to that. And, you know, it's not good for Hurling to see Wexford down the Joe McDonough Cup. So for for their sake uh, and for Rory's sake and the lads down there, I hope they're able to pull together a performance tomorrow. And you would be worried, though, that that everything is going against them, that the tide is going against them and they might struggle to to get a result against Kilkenny and they will be relying on results elsewhere. And I think that's the fascinating thing tomorrow. You'll be listening to the radio, trying to get updates from different grounds. Like the last day of the Premier League, that time when Aguero got the goal, you're listening to something that's going on here and you're watching something else that's going on here. That's the that's the drama that we crave on the final day at the round robin and we're going to get it in Leinster and Munster tomorrow. John Myler, Hurley needs a strong Wexford, doesn't it? Sorry, John? Hurley needs a strong Wexford. I can't hear you, sorry. Sorry, Hurley needs a strong Wexford, John. You'd know as a former manager yourself. Yeah, look, um, I think Wexford are under fierce pressure tomorrow. Um, you know, it's not Cody that's coming to Wexford Park with Kilkenny. It's a new manager in the last year. So, you know, um, Wexford shouldn't be afraid of them, but they need a massive performance. But they need a, a you know, a, a wake-up call from last Sunday and a really huge performance from Jack and Rory O'Connor and, and uh, Lee Chin and those. And, you know, um, he has Dermot O'Keefe in there now and Kevin Foley and that, um, but needs to need to pick it up and get a result tomorrow. That's that's it, you know. And 
and uh, don't be looking for other people to do favours for you. Michael Verney, um, well, it's a strange situation for Waterford. They're already out of the championship and they've got Tipperary tomorrow. Uh, whether they win or not, they need they need a statement, don't they? They need to make a statement for Davy. Yeah, this is dead rubber in name only, John, to be honest with you. They've lost their three games so far. They've lost by, they lost by, lost by 12 points the last day, nine before that. A very, very credible performance against Limerick first time out. But they need to show something now tomorrow. Uh, they need, like, the Waterford public um, need to see something. I think Davy needs to see something in his squad as well. Um, they down tools probably you'd have to say in the you know the equivalent fixture last year when they played Clare in that final round robin game. You know they were beaten out the gate down in Cusick Park. They need to show something. But like it's coming out of the camp that Connor Prunty, their fullback and an all star, he's out apparently he's had to get surgery looking like Jamie Barron's going to be out looking like Austin Gleeson is going to be out they are really behind the eight ball going into that game tomorrow but funnily enough if results were to go a certain way and Waterford were to get a result uh, and win by I think it's five, five or more and it ended up a draw down in uh, down the Gaelic grounds I think somehow Tipperary could still end up out of the championship so it's not beyond the realms of possibility but I just I just can't see how Waterford are going to produce something given the form that they're taking into this game, given the tactical style that they've played so far. Um, but to me, I, I, and you, just to, in response to your question, I think essentially Davy's job is on the line tomorrow. Right. And if they if they ship, a, why? You know, if they ship, it's a, only one year. They, yeah, John, it's one. It's one year where the league results were really poor. They only got they only got results. Uh, they only won uh, got wins over Antrim and Leash. The big thing, the big goal in the Munster Championship was to get a win. They've three games. They're the only team gone out with a Munster Championship with a, with a game to play. They've been beaten by two points, uh, nine points and 12 points. If they ship a do- double-digit t- defeat tomorrow and you have the likes of legends of the county like Ken McGrath and Owen Kelly questioning the style of play, uh, the Waterford public are not getting out to support this team at the moment. Uh, you know, supporters who generally talk with their feet and under Liam Cattle, they thousands upon thousands at games I think they're under pressure tomorrow and I think Davy's under a bit of pressure as well Rory obviously you saw Davy first hand there in the last years uh, with Wexford and it it did it did go well in Wexford with Davy. yeah well to be fair to Davy in, in Wexford he was here for five years and you know he really bought a bounce the hurling back back into the whole thing the crowds that were following the team the the, the excitement the, the competitive nature he brought to us almost every day was was brilliant and he got us over the line for a, a Leinster title the first time in 15 years in 2019 so you know there's 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 a lot of good memories in Wexford from his point of view and 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 and, and he did he did an excellent job you know getting an interest back into the game as well from from the young people you know he really he really created that around the place you could see it every day you're in Wexford Park there was more and more young lads coming in and more and more Wexford jerseys and hurls around the place so that 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 was a great legacy for him but I suppose he's moved on now to Waterford and you know there's another challenge there for him he's probably he's probably in a different type of a job in Waterford where where he's expected to probably be be in contention for for an All-Ireland title and it just hasn't happened for them this year. You know, they started off very, very slowly in the league and it seems to have followed through since then. You know, you're wondering in the league, is he just tweaking things? Is he just, is he, is he, is he playing games here? Is he trying to pull the wool over people's eyes? But they don't seem to have, 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 have came out of the blocks at all in the championship. They played, they played decent the, the Limerick game, to be fair to them. They, 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 they could have very well got got a win that day, I felt. You know, they had Limerick on the rack for long periods. But since then, you know, down in Cork, 
Cork blew them away. They didn't seem to have the energy or the legs at all. And then, and then the last day again as well, they were they were well out of it. So you know, Davy Davy has a huge job in his hands. I'd, pro- I'd probably be, be agreeing with Michael in a lot of ways that his his job is is probably on the line down in water because because they are they are there is a high expectation down there of this team. You know, they, they won a under twenty one all Ireland back in the mid 2000, 2010s and a minor in two thousand and thirteen. I think so. A lot of that team are still there, and there's high expectations of this team being very competitive. And he hasn't got them there yet, so they they need a response tomorrow. Whether he can get it out of them, I think is very difficult. You know, John would probably know better than I do from a management perspective. But being being out of a championship you know two weeks ago and having to go and play a, effectively a dead rubber game tomorrow. Jesus, it's not easy now. I think going back to train and to try and lift that for the two weeks wouldn't be simple. And, you know, there's going to be a natural thing in players that they're going to maybe, you know, maybe not purposely, but they'll subconsciously maybe switch off a little bit. And if you're a little bit switched off against this Tipperary team tomorrow, I think I think you could be put to the sword. So, Davey, I'd say he'll, be, he'll have a busy week this week trying to get them focused and ready and the energy up because if they don't start well tomorrow, it could be a long day. Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, there was lots of complaints about dead rubbers in the Super 8s in football a few years ago. John Myler, he does have a big job on his hands, doesn't he, Davey, to get, get, get the players up to the pitch of the game? I Look, I think it's extremely difficult, just what Rory said there about coming out with three losses. And you know what I mean? They were very poor in the park, I thought, against Cork. Um, he's under pressure. And like what you just said there, like, you know, they have some of the best hurlers in Ireland. And I said that with Michael Verney there a few weeks ago, like Austin and those, the Bennetts. Uh, Bally Gunner winning Club All Ireland. There's, there's something wrong somewhere. There's something wrong in the background there somewhere. And, uh, you know, they're extremely talented. Now, Tide de Burka is a massive, massive loss. But Jamie Byrne and, and the Gleasons and that, really, really good players. And, you know, I don't know what's wrong, but somebody needs to get the you know, the finger on the pulse there really and sort it out because they're they're building a new stadium there. They've played their two matches in Turles, which generally suits all Munster counties. They probably prefer to play in Turles rather than their own home venues at times. So um what the lads said there, I think that if uh, they don't win, they don't compete with Tip tomorrow, I think he's gone and that's it really. Okay. Well, I think he has to look. I think he has to look at his style of play a little bit, John. Right. I think that's a big, a big thing. The the Watford public, you can hear hear it in them. They're crying out for Davy to, to 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 change the style of play a little bit. He's do, he's doing a lot of elements of stuff right, but you know when you have a player like Desi Hutchison, who's probably probably one of the top three or four corner forwards in the country, and he's he seems to be out the field running around the place in in, in the centre of the park, and then you're not delivering the ball into him. I think Davy, if he did anything else this weekend, if he if he if he got a focus into the team of you know having Davy or having Desi Hutchinson inside and try and deliver him the ball, I think he'd get a lot of favour from that. You know, if he, if he goes and tries to play the way he's playing the last few games and keeps on trying to do that and is stubborn in that way, I think it it could end up badly for him. Okay, uh, Rory, if, you're, if you're if you're constantly hand passing the ball around inside your own half you there you know every hand pass creates the opportunity for a turnover from the opposition um and as you're right there and say if you get the ball up to Hutchinson get it up into the forwards as quickly as possible and stop messing around at the back but like look I'm not the manager of Waterford and and uh, I don't play those tactics myself okay. but look um, you 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 go to your strengths really uh, whatever okay. you think you got to take a break sorry John Myler Rory Jacob and Michael Verney on Hurley we're back after the news
This is Off the Ball Saturday on News Talk. John Duggan with you through to five. You can text us 53106 or tweet us at Off the Ball. We're streaming the conversation as well. You can listen across the country on News Talk and also watch us if you'd like on the Off the Ball digital and social channels on Twitter, off, uh, at Off the Ball, YouTube, and on Facebook. Uh, we're going to get in touch with our hurling guests again in a moment. Just give you the scores from the Premier League in Scotland. The Scottish Premiership, Celtic are the champions and they lead Aberdeen by two goals to nil. Uh, Tarot won, Hibernian won and St. Mirren nil, Rangers two. Keep it right up to date as well with the Women's Super League final day, also the Bundesliga final day today and uh, plenty of discussion on Football Saturday between three and five. Uh, delighted to be joined on the line by the former Wexford player Rory Jacob, ex-Cork Carlo Kerry and Wexford manager John Myler, and the former Offaly player and now GA rider with the Irish independent Michael Verney as we look ahead to the concluding stage of the round robin in Leinster and Munster tomorrow. Um, Rory, from what you've seen so far of Kilkenny and Galway, do you think they're well equipped to challenge the Munster teams in the All-Ireland series later this year? They're certainly going to be fresher than the Munster teams. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. It'll be definitely fresher. I, I, I think if you're... <clears throat> If you're looking at it from, from from history, I think Kilkenny will always be there thereabouts. You know, you, you, they'll always be very very competitive. They're, 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 they showed that last year. They showed it over their their whole lifespan. You know, as John said earlier on, it's going to be interesting to see this year with the, with the new management and the and the new setup how they're going to adapt as the as the championship goes on. Because the one thing Cody always brought was was this was this massive hunger and work rate into a team no matter what what, what game it was they, they, they always brought this ferociousness into it and whether Derek can can create that as well is, go, is going to be is there to be seen yet but I think they'll still be there or thereabouts you know but whether they have a team to win in all Ireland it's probably up for debate still you know you know I wouldn't be so sure I think they're still probably dependent on TJ you know TJ is another year older and obviously one of the greatest players we've ever seen but you know there's a lot of miles on the clock there, and can he can he pull it off again when they get to a, a semi final or a final two two or three days in a row? That's not simple for him. And you know Galway, on the other hand, you know I think the the jury is still out there on Galway. To be honest with you, I, th- I think they're 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 trucking along nicely in Leinster, but th- there hasn't been much maybe put up against them. The Kilkenny Galway game was you know a bit a bit of shadow boxing, but. You know, I think for Galway and Henry Shefflin, they'll, 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 be, they'll be wanting to win a trophy in the, in the Leinster campaign. And I think if they don't win that Leinster championship, I think the, the questions will still be there. And I think I, I wouldn't be so sure that, 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 that they'll have enough. But if they can get the confidence of, of winning a championship and, and that, you know, when they get to a semi-final stage, then they, they, they'll be hard to beat. beat. You know, they, they, they put it up strongly to Limerick last year, very much nearly beat them really. But... Again, if you're if you're wanting to win, you have to be consistent every day. And you know, last year, again going back to it, the Leinster final they were very very poor. The final they were, or in the Ireland semi final they were very good. So you know, can they get that consistency there? That's the key for Galway, really. Michael Verney, I suppose Dublin have done what they needed to do, which is get out of Leinster, and they've got a shot against Galway tomorrow. Do they have any chance? They were maybe better against Kilkenny than people would have expected. Amir Haldona, who referenced that after the game. Yeah, they kept it kept it very tight. Um, they were able to get back to one or two, and Kilkenny were just able to kind of pull away. I think they won by six in the wind up, but they kind of have a yeah, they have a shot getting to a Leinster final. And uh, the dynamic of Donoghue, who led Galway to the promised land in 2017 after twenty nine years of misery, going back to his native county with Dublin. Um, I think the fact that they're qualified already is a massive, massive bonus to them. I think the main goal for the year would have been to get that third qualification spot. 
develop a lot of players, a lot of new faces in, the likes of Keno Sullivan, Alex Considine, uh, Paddy Doyle, and many, many more. And given the fact that they're missing Chris Crummy, Liam Rush, Keno Callan, Mark Schutte, etc., we don't know how many of them are going to come back next year. But Dunahoo is kind of putting his stamp on things. You know, I actually taught with, with Francis Ford, who's his coach in, in Banner College back in the day. Really, really well-regarded coach. Um, very good player back in the day as well. The vibes coming out about training uh, from the Dublin camp are very, very good. Um, they're gonna they're gonna qualify. They're gonna have a good crack off Galway. I'd imagine Galway are missing Cottle Mannion, and I think Brian Kincannon is carrying a bit of a knock as well. So it's definitely not a foregone conclusion that uh, that Galway are going to be straight through to a Leinster final anyway. And I'd imagine like the last time they played in Crow Park, Dublin um, Dublin threw everything at Galway, and Galway left Crow Park with their tails between their legs. So it's not beyond the realms of possibility that that we could have a Dublin Kilkenny Leinster final. Uh, but Dublin Dublin yeah. made the right decision, Michael to go out of Parnell Park and go into Crow Park where you know you're more likely to get the quarter final the semi final and that and they'll have learned enormously from that because you know Parnell Park I don't think was a benefit to them really um, and moving to Crow Park was a huge huge asset to them I think yeah, I think it's bigger picture stuff, really, because if you're going to win silverware, yeah. you're going to win it in Crow yeah. Park. In if you're, Crow if you're Park, going to, yeah, if you're going to take down a big gun, it's going to have to yeah. be in Crow Park, and and, and, you, and, like, and you're better off playing there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, years yeah. ago when they had the likes of Conal Keeney and they're big physical players, Parnell yeah, Park yeah. probably suited them more, but they're a more yeah. kind of mobile, mobile kind of quick yeah. team now. So I think Crow Park suits them perfect. And I think it was a bigger picture decision by Donahue yeah. or Cole. Yeah, no, that's right. What about Cork then, John Myler? What's the feeling down Lee's side about tomorrow going to the Gaelic Grounds? Uh, obviously 2021, the final was a bit of an adir, but Cork are much closer now. Yeah, I think it's 50-50 tomorrow. It's, it's certainly a game that Cork wouldn't want to, you know, as their last game to qualify for the Munster uh, tree. And uh, it's a game certainly Limerick wouldn't want either with Cork coming to to, to play uh, down in um, Limerick. 2019, we turned over Limerick by five points there. So I expect to see a massive, a massive game from Cork tomorrow. Um, and I think, you know, just cracks in Limerick with Keane Lynch and with uh, Garrod Hegarty and one or two more not firing on all cylinders. And I think if Cork bring their A game, um, they didn't do that against Clare the last day, um, you know, for 70 minutes. And that, that's a problem. And they need to bring that ferocity, that intensity tomorrow in Limerick. And uh, I think they'll get over, but it's, they'll get over Limerick, but it's going to be extremely tough. The one thing that the Cork forwards have is pace. Uh, Kingston is in there. There's pace in there. You know, Robbie O'Flynn is a huge loss. Fitzy has massive pace. Um, I think if you can get the ball in there quickly into Hoggy, into Kingston, get it, take them on. Um, I, I, I think Cork can turn it. But it's going to be fierce tight. Um, like there was only a puck of the ball between Cork and Clare last Sunday. Um, and they left the wing back, come up the field and, and strike it over. And, you know, there was a, what a, a middle quarter, the second quarter where Clare turned them over one six to two points, I think. And, uh, and that was the turning point there, really. So, look, it's, it's um, sink or swim for Cork and Limerick tomorrow. But I expect Cork to come out maybe by a point, but that's going to be fierce tight. Pierce tight. Has their physicality improved, uh, John? Because there was a, a few of those games against Limerick when they, they struggled in that regard. Correct, John. They, they, they struggled in the last couple of years, but they haven't struggled this year. They have struggled this year in, in terms of consistency over the 70 minutes, little bits and pieces, where the last day Clare got 1-6 on them in, in, a, in a kind of a purple patch, and they need to eradicate that. You, you have to put the doubt now into, there's a doubt in Limerick. 
there's a, a big break. There's a, you know, a, a doubt within their own heads about, you know, we're going for four in a row. Jesus, there's a few cracks appearing. Keane Lynch is not the Keane Lynch of two years ago. Garraud is not what the way he was going. Um, and now Galan and, and uh, uh, Corner Forward um, are, are going well. Uh, but look, it's it's if Cork can tie them down, Cahalan is playing really, really well. And if you have Niall O'Leary, Sean O'Donoghue, Shacklin, Galan and, and uh, Flanagan, then I think Cork have a massive chance. But you cannot afford to let Keane Lynch in. You cannot afford Hegger to get in. I was kind of half surprised the last day that he didn't push Kyle Hayes up in the forwards and maybe put somebody in the backs. And Sean Finn is a massive loss to um is a massive loss to Limerick uh, in the full back line. Um he would have shored that up much better. Hoggy got uh, in for a goal last Sunday against Clare in around the, the corner back. So you know Finn would have been marking him tomorrow. Uh, so I'd expect Hoggy to do well, but you know, um, look, it's 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 all to play for John and um, Cork by a point. Rory Jacob, how do you see this? Why have Limerick dipped? Is, is it maybe just that they've done everything? They've completed the set of hurling. They won three in a row. They beat everybody. They also won in 2018. So maybe it's a natural thing yeah. in sport. Yeah. Well, for, first of first of all, I'm I'm not sure. The Limerick thing has dipped as much as people would think. To be honest, now I think I think they're, they're they're every single day Limerick are playing the team against them is it's it's their all Ireland final. They're preparing they're preparing like they prepare for no other team to play against Limerick, and they're 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 they're, they're being they're being pushed to the pin of their collar down there in Munster. But again, a bit like it's a different scenario, but it's a bit like Wexford Limerick are still there. You know, they're, 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 they've one game to play tomorrow. And uh, if they win that, they're going to be into the All Ireland stages, and I think I think everybody will fear. And then I, I, I'd actually I, I disagree with John. To be honest, I, I I'd fancy Limerick for this. To be honest with you, I, I think looking at it, some of their players are not going great. Hegarty hasn't been going great. You know, Keane Lynch hasn't been going fantastic. But at the same time, I I I I, I just look at the Cork the Cork team and. I, I don't think there's a huge change in it. To be honest, I think even though they've had a few good results in the championship so far. I don't see see them having the back line that's going to be able to hold up these, these Limerick forwards. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but... I, I, but it's, I, I, it's, it's, it's the quality, Rory. It's the quality of the ball into Galan and into Flanagan and Morrissey and those. It, it, it's the quality of the ball. Cork forwards have to work harder when 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 Limerick backs have the ball. When Hannan and Morrissey are coming out there, Kyle Hayes is coming out, they've got to be stopped. They've got that's to be stopped. Delivering that, quality ball into, into Galan and those. That's the problem. And, that's uh, definitely if, that's definitely a fair point, but I, I think if you're going to play Limerick, I think if you look at it in the last few weeks, you you, you, ha, you teams have targeted their half forward line. You have to target the Limerick half forward line. Hegarty, Hegarty, Keane Lynch, and these guys. To me, Joyce is very good at centre back for Cork, but is, is is he a man who's going to go toe to toe with a fella? I'm not so sure. Do they have wing backs that that can really you can really put the shackles on Hegarty and and Tom Morrissey? I'm not so sure. I think tip last week they 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 had physical players who could play on them. I'm not so sure that Cork have that. And I, I know how John, you're right. The forwards have to be have to be putting the pressure on back that back there. But I just look at the Cork Cork backline still, and I think there's still gaps there. I, I I honestly do. I that's my biggest fear with Cork. I think I think they've great forwards, good forwards. Maybe maybe they lack work rate at times. But I, I think you're, I think. 
I, I, I'm not sure you're any better than you are in when you 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 were closer, John, in eighteen, I think, than you are now. Myself, maybe, maybe I'm completely wrong on that now. But I, I, I fancy Limerick. I, I, I think they'll they, they, they'll squeeze it out. I think even last week they were they looked very, very under pressure against Tip for long stages, but they still, with a few minutes left, they're, they're ahead by a point, and they, they have that coolness and that that experience. And I, I'd fancy them, even though they're 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 probably lacking a little bit of energy right now, but. I, I think one game could get that back and find the spark in them, and I, I think coming coming into their home game, home ground tomorrow, with people probably doubting them and 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 people fancying Cork, I, I think there's there's a response in Limerick personally myself. It will be very very close, but again, even up in the Cork, Cork forwards, you're still very dependent on Patrick Horgan. You know, he scored one three from play last week. You know, no other forward got got anything close to that last week. So you're going to need. You're yeah, going to need Kingston, Kingston. You're going to Kingston, need Harnley. You're going to need these guys, you know. But Kingston was on the bench last week, and he comes on thirty seconds later. He has a point. The problem with Kingston is whether you start him or whether you bench him and, and then bring him on. Um, that's a factor over the last few years. But you're you're, you're right. But look, Tim O'Mahony is in. Um, um, you know, and Kingston in from the start. Uh, I'd expect to see more. But look, it's it's it, tomorrow in 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 Limerick is sink or swim for for either team. Um, yeah. because Tip will beat Waterford um, that's a fact that's a reality that's what's going to happen in Turles. Uh so it's sink or swim for either team um, and I expect Cork to look you know as Pat Ryan's first year you don't get too long down here to make decisions and, and uh, you have to get results you have to get results nowadays and, and that's critical um, and I expect um, Cork to win by a point Michael Verney, you can feel the jeopardy coming through the speakers here for Cork and Limerick tomorrow. Limerick, it yeah. could be the shockwaves if they're out of the championship, as John Myers predicting. It's outrageous, really, when you think about it. You have two teams coming in tomorrow. One of them's going to be gone. They've both won one game, drew one game, and lost one game. They both lost by one point, and one of them's going to be out of the championship come six o'clock tomorrow evening. Like The game is that big tomorrow in the Gaelic grounds that Hermitage Green, I think, are even playing on the field at half two to, t- to tee the whole situation up. Are they it's, any um, good, it, Michael? I don't think I don't know if they'll be as good as the what follows on the pitch, but uh, it's definitely going to be. A, a, I, I think uh, the uh, the encore will be better than the, the the musical event, in my opinion, anyway. But I would always say that as a as a hurling follower. But uh, it's fascinating. We talk about Cork here. If Cork knock Limerick out tomorrow, like Cork are genuine All Ireland contenders. If they're beaten by a point, they're gone, and we forget about them. But if they knock Limerick out, everybody will fancy their chances of winning the All Ireland. Uh, Tip will fancy their chances. Clare, Kilkenny, Galway, well rested on the other side. And if Cork win, obviously they'll fancy their chances too. And it's fascinating. The two lads have both mentioned Keane Lynch and Garod Hegarty. I think it's going to be so intriguing to see whether John Kiley sticks or twists. Does he stick with the players that have gotten four All Ireland so far? Does he throw in the fresh blood and maybe you know spring Hegarty and Lynch from the line with twenty minutes to go? You know he's you'll generally. Start with- yeah, I'd be the same as you, John. I'd be the same as you. If, and if I if I was going to go down, I'd go down with the guys that have given everything to given me everything. over the previous six you'll years. Go, you'll go with Keane Lynch and you'll go with Hegarty. Um, and, uh, you know, that's what he'll start with. Uh, you're not going to leave them on the bench. You're not. Just but, on that as well, John. What's um, the bench like, draw, Michael? A, a, the Limerick bench. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's still a strong bench. Conor Boylan came on the other and final last year, got a point. Graham McCatty came on the last day, looked looked totally re-energised. Maybe he's done enough to, to earn a place on the starting 15. I'd imagine Peter yeah. Casey will start as well. Um, yeah. uh, their, their, bench, their bench is still strong, but it's just, 
you know, a lot of the big marquee names have just not got up to the pitch of what you expect them to be at at this stage. Hegarty Lynch included, but, uh, you know, also, you know, probably Kyle Hayes has been kept quiet enough by teams. Teams are going after him now. Alan Tynan was set off in a specific man-marking job for him for 45 minutes the last day and did quite a, quite a good job. Um, I just think, I think Limerick will just about see it out. And the big thing, and Rory mentioned it there earlier, is I just think around the rook ball situation, I just think Limerick are going to come. Limerick, Cork lost a lot of rooks, a lot of kind of dirty ball against Clare last week. And Clare are ferocious around that kind of ball, that breaking ball. But Limerick are probably up another gear. And I just think that's probably going to be the difference in the wind-up. And I'll put it to you this way. If Will O'Donoghue has a good game, I think Limerick will win. And I think he will have a good game because he's going to be in the middle of that kind of war zone. What are you saying about a draw there, Michael? You're, you're going to a dra- Basically, if, uh, if Cork had a draw, Cork are through and Limerick are gone. So this, the way the score difference is, is in Cork's favour. So Limerick have to win tomorrow. Rory, we're talking about Waterford there and the pressure that Davey might be under. And obviously Davey's won everything in the game and, uh, you know, Pat Ryan and Davey in their first years. But Liam Cahill in his first year with Tipperary, it seems like they're back, Rory. Yeah, very much so. I, I, I think I think Tipper Tipper certainly back. I think I think they, they probably weren't ever gone anyway. To be honest, if you if you if you even though they had a poor year last year, I don't think Tip will ever be down for too long. There's such a tradition and such amount of hurlers in it. But you know, Liam Cahill, geez, what a job he's done. I think to be honest with you, you know, the one big advantage he had going into into the role is he he knows those players probably better than anybody else. He's involved in minors and under twenty one hurlers and winning teams, and he knows the caliber of 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 maybe the maybe the not so heralded players that that people wouldn't know about, and that was a huge advantage for him going into it. And then he he seems to have have got a huge buy in and an, and brought a huge energy into the into the older players as well. You know, there's you know Seamus Callaghan is not is not making the team, but again he had he had an impact last week. Bonner Maher is is playing. Who'd have thought he'd be still there? To be honest, but he's he's such a warrior. He's still in there, and you know he's shown great trust and faith in these fellas and. Noel McGrath, you know what a genius he is. He's 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 still pulling the strings for Tip, and I think Tipper are very much there. I think I think they have a very very strong panel. Like if you're looking at their subs, even even last week, Callan came on and got a point. Young Bo, whatever his name is, first name, he got three points. John McGrath came on and got the level and score, and there's still Jason Ford to come back. So you know Tipper area are very very strong, and they're going they're going to be. They're going to be there or thereabouts come come the end of this championship. I think is last week what they improved on. They they didn't give away goals. So you know if Tip can Tip can keep down the goals and 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 they definitely have the scoring power within their team and 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 that bit of freshness and that energy that Cahill and and Mikey Beavins and these guys bring. And you know I think I think it's a key point as well with Cahill. If you look at the lads he surrounded himself with, surrounded himself with really really top men. Yeah, obviously Bevins is his, is his coach. But he he has Parig uh, or is there with him. So he brought Tony Brown with him there from Waterford, and he, and I can't think of the other fellow's name. He was involved with Clock Ball, Colin Lee, Declan Laffin, yeah, yeah. Declan Declan Laffin, and he he surrounded himself with two or three top class men, and he wasn't afraid to bring Tony Brown from Waterford to tip either. So, you know, I think yeah, the manager is important, but the lads you surround yourself with is just as important nowadays. And Cal has that in, in, in spades. 
We got some uh, comments here on YouTube. Tommy, everybody's writing off Cork lost by a point to Clare playing poorly and Clare dominated that game. Also Cork drew with Tip playing poorly. Both Clare and Tip beat and drew with Limerick embraced the underdog. Uh, Philip says, I doubt you having a laugh. Former's temporary class is permanent. Hego and Keane Lynch will tear Cork apart tomorrow. Isaac Dolan asks Michael Verney, is Adam Screeny already the greatest hurler of all time without playing for senior <laughs> for Offaly yet? <laughs> He's definitely one of the most touted players and... Uh, he broke uh, he broke Rory's heart a couple of weeks ago. Um, I just I, he's he's a delightful player to watch. Um, it'd be a few years before he plays senior. Hopefully, when he makes that step up, but uh, he definitely has tongues wagging not lonely and awfully, but around the country. And hopefully, after ne- next Sunday around five o'clock, people will be talking about him a bit more again. That'll be interesting, Michael. Next uh, next Sunday will be interesting in the under twenty one or the under twenty final. Yeah, very, very interesting. Cork of a very uh, well-touted, well-heralded team. Probably the most physical team that we've come up against uh, this year. And that was a belter of a Munster final with Clare. And they did well to come back and win it the way they yeah. did. So, yeah, that should be that should be a cracker of a game. Next, like, there's a double header in Turles next week. The minor yeah. final between between Clare and, Clare and Galway. Clare and and Galway, Offaly yeah. and Cork then. Uh, that should be a belter of a day. John Myler, you must be delighted to see uh, Davis with the under-17s. They're doing so well. Quarter-finals tonight against Spain. Yeah, fantastic achievement for him. I'm, I'm absolutely delighted for him. Uh, you know, he was really disappointed in the first game. Uh, Poland turned him over 5-1. But then they got the result against Wales and against Hungary. Um, super performance against Hungary. Spain tonight at 7 o'clock is going to be difficult. But look, it's a shot at nothing, really. Um, they just got to go out, seize the opportunity. I keep saying that to them. This is a massive opportunity for these young fellas. And please God, they can, you know, give a good account of themselves and get a result. But um, it's fantastic. I'm delighted for him, you know. And so hopefully he keeps going. The old fella's doing under 16s. He's doing under 17. So (laughs) we have a great old chat and he tells me I'm wrong. So I just keep listening to him now. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, look, look, it's 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 brilliant. I think the wife has already gone to Spain and all this. So <laughs> I'd say he'll be going from Hungary to Spain or wherever he's going. You know, uh, no great stuff. No, no, they're brilliant. They're brilliant young lads. And there's a Wexford fellow on there. I don't know. There's Rory Noam Hartnett. He's only 15. He's a really good player. And so you know, and there's high hopes for all these young fellas. But they're good lads. That's what David said anyway. You know, could be the next Kevin Doyle. Um, from Wexford he's a, he's a good lad he's a good lad he's a good lad Michael Verney maybe, yeah. maybe we can turn him into a hurler now in the next few years I was going to say he, sure, he surely has a bit of hurling pedigree there's not too many lads come from down there that don't have a hurling pedigree yeah. I'm telling you well just, just, just going back on I suppose I, we've spoke about Wexford but just it's an interesting one this weekend there's a there's a down here the 1798 rebellion is a big one in Wexford and the battle, the, the battle of Owlard Hill happened in 1798 on on May the 27th. So it's, it's the 225th anniversary tonight up on Owlard Hill, and hopefully we'll bring the spirit of, of the battle of Owlard Hill to to Wexford Park tomorrow tomorrow, and we can get over the line. So what's uh, what's going to go on there this evening? There's there's a, there's a, there's a big night on in Owlard Hill this evening. We're all heading up there now for six o'clock, and we'll we'll say a few prayers, and we'll we'll we'll. We'll start to circle the wagons and get ready for for this battle in Wexford Park tomorrow. John, go on, John, John. While you're there, um, Kerry beat Waterford thirty years ago this weekend in Welsh Park. Yes, um, and um, you know, a, a tribute to those lads. You know, that was a great weekend for you, John. Yeah, what are the memories of? Yeah, it? yeah, thirty years ago, um, fantastic day, and you know, 
Um, I suppose we didn't really build on it. Like, but again, it's a numbers game. But uh, look, it's 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 just something. It's history, really, and uh, those players deserve great credit for that. You know, I think you I think you took a bit of uh, motivation, John, from the way the Waterford fellas were dressed on that occasion or that day, did you? Yeah, they were like the Liverpool boys with the white Jason McAteer and those with the white suits on it. And then when I saw him in Wells Park, I said, yeah, ain't, 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 ain't going to beat us today. So that was it. They had all their suits. They'd won the under-21 all there. I think Tony Brown was in holidays in the Canaries. He said he was waiting for Tip in the Munster semi-final. So, uh, yeah. no, nah, that's a great day. That was, you know, I'd like to pay, you know, respect to those Kerry hurlers, you know. No, no, absolutely well done. And uh, yeah, no, definitely it was a seismic shock to the championship, which was obviously knockout then. And they didn't have the second yeah. chance of a yeah. of a round robin. Yeah. But uh, is there anybody in like a kind of a 1798 dress then tonight, Rory? Like he is, he, the spirit of Wolf Tone, will he be, uh, you know, wearing the kind of Admiral's uniforms or that then an Owlert? The, 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 the spirit of Father Murphy will be strong on Owlert Hill tonight. There's a, I think there's a sort of a parade up onto the hill first, and there's a ceremony up there, and we, it's one of the, it's one of the main, main battle sites of the of the 1798 rebellion up on Owlert Hill. The, the the Irishmen put put the the the, the Owlert crest is a pike, and the pike the pike the pikes were put up on on the on the on the the the, the, the men in battle that day put put their hats on the pikes, and the English the English shot at the pike. Pikes and the Irish came out then and, and and tore them apart. So we're going we're going to we're going to we're going to relive that tonight up on Owlert Hill with the Pikes. Will Martin Story be there? Will he? Martin Story, I'd say he'll be, he'll be he'll be somewhere in the crowd somewhere. I'd imagine. Very good, very good. And dancing on the dancing on the crossroads, Story. I'd say dancing on the crossroads. The whole job will be on tonight. Yeah, well, hopefully we can be dancing tomorrow night. Well, that's the, that's the big one. Some weekend for Wexford. I, we can't let you go. But talk about Claire Michael Verney into Munster final, got a bit of a break now and I suppose after 25 years they need to win one of these. Yeah, well like Claire were unlucky the first day, made a couple of mistakes, probably would have beaten Tip apart from that, they played some great stuff that day, they bounced back spectacularly, needed to get a result against Limerick in the Gaelic grounds, they did, were good against Waterford, good against Cork last week as well and yeah, getting their hands on some silverware now is crucial. Uh, Brian Lone has done a huge body of work albeit without getting their hands on silverware. They've thrown it down to Limerick probably better than any team in the last couple of years. And I think of all the teams that need to win a provincial title, you're probably looking at Clare need to win in, in Munster and Galway probably need to win one in Leinster. And uh, yeah, they're sitting back now and they get a couple of weeks to relax. Uh, any injuries that they have can kind of, uh, well, I know Conor Cleary is going to be out, I think, with a, a shoulder dislocation and they need to probably find a, a full back and maybe rejig their defence but uh, they were brilliant against the last day in Cork and yeah, they'll be going gung-ho for a, for a Munster title. The last thing they want is to be beaten in a Munster final and have to go through the back door of a quarter-final and semi-final. We saw how that caught them out last year, so I'm sure they'll be going, going gung-ho. 25 years since yeah, one of the maddest one of the maddest summers in the history of, in the, history of the Harlem yes, Championship. And, uh, yeah, yeah oh, listen, I don't mind speaking about no, it I at do. all. I'll I speak, do, I'll I do speak mind. about it all day if you want. <laughs> um, but hopefully, yeah, from a Clare point of view, I'm sure they'll be, they'll be mad keen to get their hands on a, on a Munster title and they'd sit back with their feet up this weekend and look at their prospective opponents. Good message from Crack of the Ash here. The Gaelic Ground's going to be hopping Sunday. Fair play to all involved for having a free music event included before the throw-in adds the occasion. A nice thank you to the 40,000 uh, ticket holders. Michael Verney, John Myler and Rory Jacob, you're all great to come on. We appreciate your time and uh, enjoy the matches tomorrow. Thank you. Cheers, John. Thank you. Thanks, John. Hurling on Off the Ball with Board Gosh Energy. Proud sponsors of the Senior Hurling Championship.